In the absolute moral and social crisis that we currently face ourselves in today, should you be chewing on your mashed potato? Has it been through enough? And are you wasting energy? These questions will not be covered in this week's episode, but if you want to hear about a free running, gymnastic coaching, personal training, online personality that is my friend Lawrence Rook, then you're in the right place because he does all those things. And he's also just set up a business called Office Fit or Teacher Fit, where he comes to a teacher or an office near you and he makes them fit for a small fee. But the results are much bigger. Episode three of Make It Wayne. Here we go. It's going to be episode number three of Why Aren't You Normal Epsom. Uh, this one is a free running episode. What? It's always going to be free. Yeah. I come up with that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so the, You're happy with that one. Yeah, this you? is funny. Uh, right, so, <laughs> so this is a free running episode with Lawrence Rook, my friend of, let's say, 12 years, I'm going to say. Um, I reckon you're right. Checking about that time. How are you? I'm right, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, what, good. Have you, what have you been up to today? Uh, changing kids' lives. Changing kids' <laughs> lives. We've got a really humble oh. guest on. <laughs> what are you doing? How are you changing kids' lives? Uh, coaching them to be the best they can be at gymnastics. Yeah? Yeah. And that's what you do? That's what I do. So that's your day job. And then you've also got an interesting hobby, which is what I first like to bring up. Jumping off buildings. Jumping off buildings. And that they call that? Parkour. Parkour. Is that the original that's the French? That's, that's the original the... French term, parkour. Actually, yes. the, the original French term is art du placement. Interesting. Yeah. Right, what, so what's... Pronunciation. Art du placement. Art du placement. And that was that was before parkour? I think that's what they should call it over well, there. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, oh, oh, so displacement, I guess, is like... Art du placement. It's the placement of the feet. And then to move somebody else. Yeah. Good French. <laughs> I did it at GCSE level. Sacre <laughs> blue. So, so, yeah, so you use that and then... And then well, I suppose it's commonly known as free running <clears throat> yeah. in this area of town. And how old was you when you started free running? Uh, I don't actually know because I always just used to jump off stuff as a kid. So I guess I just kind of took it from one, like... One me just jumping downstairs to then actually me and Alex here. Yeah. Actually. Alex, who everyone is aware by now, sits behind us and does all the... Oh, I stopped recording on the video. We'll have to start again. We, we can now, I mean, we'll just carry on. Oh, we've actually run out of memory for the camera. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How's that happened? I thought I had loads left. Lawrence Rook, yep, known yep, yep. as Pablo. El Pablo. El Pablo in between the free running community. Big pubs. Explain to me free running just in two sentences. Moving freely in your urban environment. Bang. Moving freely, full stop, in your end. moving environment, full stop. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say again? Moving, moving freely, freely in your urban environment. Nice, nice. Which essentially, to the sort of layman, is just jumping off buildings onto another one but that's what free runners would get really offended about if he described it as simply front of free running so Lawrence is now here to explain to us free running a bit deeper so just how why do people do it uh, it changes your complete outlook on life I think as I've grown up doing free running uh, the way I see like travel and exploration compared to my other friends 
is very very different uh so it plays a big part in that uh and it's yeah it's just just good fun like going out with your friends and just jumping off stuff creating challenges how it's like trying to get from a to b like the floor is lava is like such a common game as when you're kids you know what i mean like yeah. you love playing floor is lava we've just taken it to like the an extension floor. of that yeah. and and found almost a community out yeah. of the back of it so. there is there's a massive community for it it's like the london community is probably one of the biggest in the world i'd say um followed by like the netherlands a big really big one yeah it. so european is it yeah it's quite European really based sport is but that in, to do with the architecture of uh, europe or just because it's just yeah, I know in England is definitely known for its rooftops because a lot of them are just flat rooftops like uh, and connected together so you can just run on top of them for days. Yeah. It's good fun. Uh, the Netherlands are more is more for their like art and their sculptures that are built. So the actual filming of it or is almost more appealing or they're just better. To, it's just it's just different. Different just, obstacles yeah, different, to jump yeah, over, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you started it, as I as you said, when you were a kid, but when did you first find other people that shared this hobby that you could sort of train and grow with uh so me and alex made a youtube channel called total lol and it was pretty much just me doing stupid things jumping off garage roofs and then we got a message from my friend barry at the time didn't know he was just ran a man on the internet <laughs> and said <laughs> called barry just approached you yeah. and, um... called uh called baz barry yeah barry 93 and he was like, Barry 93, that's how he talks. Barry 93. And he's like, you should come to Sutton and I'll teach you how to do free running. And we were like, yeah, random man on the internet. Yeah. Let's meet up. Okay, so, and it went positively. Yeah, I mean, I'm not telling everyone to, you know, meet up with Of course, but you're actually cause... offering the other side. You always get told not to meet men on the internet. <clears throat> yeah, but in this in this case, it was actually a, a positive because it spurred a lifelong career. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so you went and met him and then you started presumably just training together or filming straight away or... Just just training, man. Yeah. Just training. And that would have consisted of in gyms or just wherever <sighs> No, no, all outside. Spots? All outside. So the... The kids today that are learning obviously are very lucky because they have more of the facilities that um, that we didn't have when we were growing up. Like me and Alex learned quite a lot of our flips outside. And then, oh yeah, I've landed on my head multiple times, like just outside, not yeah. in gyms. Yeah. Uh, Which is obviously the reason to take precaution. Yeah. In the, in the, yeah. In the, this is why today, like, free running is. It's advancing quicker because they have the facilities. Like kids have like gyms and soft things to throw themselves around in. Whereas for me, it was just training outside all time. Yeah. Completely. Um, I didn't actually step foot inside like a gymnastic center until I was maybe about fourteen or fifteen. So you did progress. About that. So you progressed on the street, and did you go into the gym because you felt it could further like improve your technique? It would be better to actually train core tech styles in a gym. Yeah, or, I mean, yeah, like uh, obviously in a gymnastics center, everything's soft, so you can just sort of hold yourself around uh, and see what works and what doesn't, which is obviously a bit softer than concrete. Which is what I should point out because of the danger aspect of it. Uh, the big free runners, I mean, they're doing crazy stuff off skyscrapers and all sorts, but you should point out that these guys know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, and they yeah, know the sure. exact difference. It's not like they're just going up there and trying it. They've done the same jump on the floor a hundred times <laughs> before even Surely going. thousands, isn't it? Like, yeah, before even going to like any sort of higher yeah higher level okay of course like you do you 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 look at it and go right okay like yeah unless what, you just... what's, what's the danger aspect here like what could happen and then you break it down to a point where the risk is so minimal that you're not going to injure yourself or potentially you know if you are up high fallen 
die. Yeah, yeah, which unfortunately, you know, it can, yeah, it can, but obviously we take precautions and we're not because you're not, no no one's trying to achieve that, are they? No, we're not, we're not risking our lives. Like, we love what we do, why would we kill ourselves? Yeah, exactly. It's just doesn't make sense. Yeah, so I totally get what you're saying. Obviously, that community and and there there is a sort of a kinship in the community where people do look out for each other, don't they? Yeah, Yeah, for sure, 100%. The one thing which is what I would like to point out because it it is a community based thing, like, people really respect and treat each other within it, yeah, you know, and this sort of what I mean, you're almost encouraging for people that I would like to be listening to this podcast looking for a hobby like you are going into a really nice community where yeah 100% you're gonna just like parkour like like you don't have to do the the crazy rooftop stuff like I don't train on roofs all the time like if I do a roof gap it may just be for like a video that we're filming or just you know sort of push my mental barrier a little bit but a lot of the time we only train at ground level yeah. Like we're not always on roofs. Yeah. And you don't even have to get to that point of your training where you train on rooftops. You can just stay on the floor. Like it's com- that's the whole point. It's completely down to you. You don't have to live up to like any like what's the word like norms, I guess. Well, just what you don't have there's no peer pressure. Yeah, to yeah, go exactly. Yeah, no peer, there's no peer pressure. Obviously there's pushing and stuff, but it's not mm. like negative, it's just positive. No, yeah, exactly. So so that's sort of great, you found this community uh when you was younger and then now you've progressed on to training more in the gym. Um, not just I mean like weights I mean actually practicing gymnastics to the point where you now teach kids to a f- what level are you doing that at uh, well I've got a few of the girls going to Worlds last year they competed at Worlds as well and we ended up with is a that World, world Championship. Championships yeah. yeah so I had a World Champion on beam what that you were teaching to one of your students brilliant so there's your hobby turned in like almost into the job there and um, you've well how did you find that then working over there it's like did it improve your style or anything? Or? I've definitely taken it on, on board. Like gymnastics obviously is very structured uh, compared to free running. But the flip side of it, uh, I now know how the body should move in the air and it has helped me quite a bit. Yeah. I would actually say, not that I'm any expert, but your flips do look <coughs> a lot cleaner nowadays. Oh, thank you. Obviously, you post on Instagram quite a lot. At Laurel Pablo. At, at Laurel Pablo is what you go by. And... I'd say fair amount of followers, fair amount of people watching your your stuff, connected to all the other sort of free runners on there, yeah, aren't yeah. you? Because yeah, it's long term, and you manage that as well. Does that get you work, or does yeah, it yeah, get you opportunities? Yeah. So the the guys that sponsor me, Breach Graham, they've obviously they obviously get me the most work because uh, I'm their athlete. Uh, and they've Is that clothes, like, yeah, yes, yeah, so yeah. they they'll will do like loads of shoots and stuff uh, for different companies. Uh, I know Harrison, another guy on my team, just had a job out in Dubai. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh what so, to do with free running. Yeah, to do with free running. Just, just having a race with a skater. Oh really? And yeah. then that was it went through there. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a video. Nice. And and what's it like? So obviously nowadays Instagram's quite important for yeah. anyone to do with fitness related things. How do you like do you like managing it? Is it stressful? Do you get do you find yourself uh, I I think it's a I often think it could be it's a weird relationship to have social media in your work. Yeah. I think that it is it's good and it has it has its positives and it has its negatives a big negative is if i go out and i try to film something for instagram because i haven't uploaded in a couple of days i need to keep up with the algorithm then if i don't get something filmed i get mad at myself i'm like oh i haven't yeah, filmed anything it, today it, well, it shouldn't be about that it should still just be about me having fun and if i do anything that i like then i'll film it and put it on the instagram yeah yeah but then it'll get to a point where you're out there trying to get stuff for the ground i understand if I was getting paid through Instagram, yeah, because then that would be my job, but it's not. It's just a, another social platform to boost my, yeah, to, to boost, boost your business yeah. and and to observe others and and, yeah. and to exchange and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I obviously when 
I'm doing stuff online for this and for previous things I've done. It just, it, I find myself getting obsessed with like the like side of it and the reach side of it rather than what the actual content is you're putting out. So I think um, that's quite a sort of reflects on quite a lot of things to do with um, social media. Yeah, do you know what sure. I mean? It'll always have its positive, positives and negatives in like when it's trying to influence sport. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I've tried not to let it sort of overtake. I did at one point, I was doing daily uploads. So I was always on like consistently trying to go out, get clips, get footage. Um, and it was, it was going well, but then obviously it got to the point where it was just starting to stress me out. And yeah. I was like, well, this is just not fun anymore. So then I kind of jumped off that and just started uploading like every other day. So you just reduce the amount of post times. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think that's where it becomes quite unhealthy, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then you left there. Well, no, you're still doing that. And then you moved on to your next project, which yep. is what I like to talk about, is Office Fit yep. and Office Work. Is it just <laughs> Office Fit? Is it just Office Fit? I thought there was two separate branches you did. Oh, you yeah. know, you do school so and te- I've got Teacher Fit yeah. and Office Fit. Ah, teacher. So teacher Fit is a 30-minute exercise program that I'm bringing to schools for teachers um, because they're a very stressful job, not much downtime. Uh, like physical exercise obviously proven to release endorphins it reduces stress it's a great way to start the day as well Yeah. Uh, and a lot of teachers just don't have time to actually get to the gym Um, so my whole idea is to bring the gym to them and run classes for them in the morning or at their lunchtime yeah Um, branching from that I have office fit which again is the same sort of thing uh, but I'll be taking it into office spaces so uh, obviously people that work in offices they're all just sitting at their desks all day so it'd be good for them to actually get up and do some exercise during the day to sort of break up a little bit so they're not just sat at a desk lunch yeah. sat at a desk you know what I mean yeah. like, and what sort of exercises do you have them doing <clears throat> it's going to be boxer size so like everyone likes a bit of boxing so I mean it's it's a great stress reliever as well like people don't like to say it but when you hit a, hit a bag yeah yeah it's fun yeah, yeah it's yeah. fun yeah no it one's fun, violent, it? but it's fun yeah um, so yeah it's going to be boxer size type style classes yeah I like to hit the bag about three times. I think, three you know, times. A little tsh, 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 and then <laughs> and then I've had enough. Maybe a knee, depending on how light the bag is. You know, like if it's a light bag, you can like follow through. With yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so wait, are you bringing boxing bags into the office? Well, it's yeah. well. That's more for schools, if because I can see what I can get uh, put into the school. Yeah. Depending on how popular it becomes, I say office fit is going to be more of just pad work and uh, like more circuit stuff so like kettlebells or like uh ropes on the floor yeah that kind of stuff um whereas teacher fit because it's being schools in a gymnasium i could potentially get stuff actually put into the school depending on how up for it the school are and if they're like yeah cool they, if they if they want it there yeah um but yeah i've started i had a meeting with the brit school in croydon uh and they seem really really up for it which is cool. That's like yeah, a good, so good well, you'll have to come yeah. on again in a few months and let us know how it goes. But mm. So they can just put you, are you online through your Instagram? Yeah, or yeah, through just through Instagram. Through the, I'll put it up on the screen. I'll, I'll tag it with it there. Just and you're available for offices offices and schools and stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. If anyone could get some bookings off here, use code TOYSDOG20 for 10% off your first lesson. He's he's No, he's just... Not straight away, are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. But I will tell them that the first session is free. The first session is free? Yep. Nice. First session free. Yeah, for the whole for the whole office, for the whole 
for the whole, for the whole just first thing. And yeah. then how much is it from there, or do you just do that privately? So it'll be. So it works out. A full month uh, is four hundred pounds. Yeah. Uh, so it's about if you can get a class of ten of you, about forty pound for the month. Yeah, yeah, and obviously schools and that's yeah. cool as well. That's cool, man. You've gotten you've gotten far just from the days of jumping off. So what's the uh, what is the one of the stories of you falling and jumping and hitting your head? Is there any funny <laughs> or is it all quite like? <laughs> <laughs> quite well. Yeah. Uh, good one. Great one. Uh, just learned to do backflips on sand <clears throat> and uh, Alex here was with me and there was a spot that we knew in South Bank that had like a rail that was maybe about five foot off the floor yeah. about five foot I'd say uh, onto grass and I was like yeah cool let's uh, let's go there I'm going to do it there I did it like how many times like five or six times you did it a lot you fell. yeah I did it five every oh, yeah. single time I was on my feet and I was like yeah cool yeah, filmed fine. it and it was fine and then the last one I did I just forgot what I was doing in the air, didn't rotate, and just landed on my head. Oh man! And knocked myself out. Why? Why did you lose focus? Were you just just like ch- so chilled a bit? Yeah, I guess that? I was just so calm and relaxed. I was just like, yeah, whoop, oh no. Yeah. So what happened? You over rotated? No, I didn't even rotate. Oh really? I just just jumped up <laughs> yeah. and down. To my and head. your brain just went. <laughs> yeah. It's my brain just farted big time yeah. and I landed on my head. And then meanwhile, we've got Alex just there. just Yeah, he was there like panicking because this is the time where we weren't allowed to South Bank. Like, we snuck up like on the train. Yeah. And then he's there going, right, I oh feel my God. Oh, my mom. God. Oh, my God. Get mom. Get mom. Get mom. Like, <laughs> no, no. This isn't happening. This isn't happening. It's just mom. a dream. <laughs> like, proper, proper poo in his pants. Yeah, mom. <laughs> we can't let her know. Yeah, man. <laughs> Damn. And then yeah, but then uh, I came back around, got up, and I was like, "What well, just happened?" And he told me, and I was like, "I think I winded myself a bit after that, didn't I?" Not the only time as so well. So this we, this is like important disclaimer alert. Anyone trying free running should really you just got to finish that sentence. Sorry. Learn from a professional. Learn from a professional, such as Lawrence. So yeah. you know, learn from my mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> Stay focused and don't. Yeah. But it's the thing. Like a lot of even professional freerunners will always injure themselves messing around because they're not focused. But big stuff, they never fall. Well, not never fall, but then there's a lot less likely for them to fall because yeah. of how focused they are. Yeah. But then, like, I broke my foot messing around in the gym. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, you like, stories like that. <laughs> it's always the silly little things that you don't put 100% focus into. Yeah. That will get you. Maintaining a, a focused lifestyle. I suppose for your area, like, what you do, is it important to maintain your body, like, stretching? Uh, yeah, physically. yeah, stretching and mobility is a big one, especially now that we're getting a bit older. And I was like, I'm not saying my body's taken a battering over the years. Um, so yeah, stretching and mobility is definitely a big one. What to take note of and stuff? Yeah. Diet. I mean, does it does it go this far? Yeah, I've even yeah. For obviously, as a personal trainer, like my diet is getting pretty good now. It was terrible as a child. I know for a fact it was awful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so over the past few years, I've definitely made a conscious effort to fix up with my diet yeah and that's how well is that translated to your hobby and yeah career? Good, yeah for like so much more energy yeah. lighter on my feet yeah um like when i was like when you're younger you eat like takeaways and junk food and all that stuff luckily i've never had like i never eat sweet things because i just don't have a sweet tooth yeah so that has never affected me like chocolate just not a thing me um, and alex were talking about our how rubbish our metabolisms have got to what they used to be because i'm mm. sure i could put away like KFC, McDonald's, anything, any rubbish food, and it should be fine the next day. But now, if I eat a, like, something bad, the next day I'm like, I can't do anything. <laughs> like, 
It's about it does it has that it has an effect on the body, man. Yeah. Like if I had let's say in the morning before coaching, what I used to have on Saturdays was I'd quickly pop down the calf and get like a bacon and sausage sandwich. Yeah. I'd eat that and then I'd coach, I'd feel sluggish, I'd feel slow. Now I have like wheat bits of fruit and I don't have milk, I have oat milk. Right? Damn, if you haven't so. had oat milk, yeah. Get oat milk, right? Yeah. It is banging. That Honestly, should be on their advert. It's you not even, had oat milk. Get oat milk. It's not even. It's not. It's not milk. There's no. There's no milk. There's no soya. I've had it. I think it's just. It's just from oats. Yeah. It's so. It sounds nice. attractive. Oat milk. Do you it's know what I mean? So, like, it's like oatly. Oatly. Oof. See that? I want to try. You oatly. want oatly, right? Like, do you remember in cartoons they used to always talk about oatmeal? That was just yeah. Weetabix, but I was like, oatmeal sounds way nicer. Matt, I swear down. Get oat milk on your Weetabix. All right. Bit of fruit. Damn. You're hearing that, listeners? The free running, personal training, best breakfast advice, oat milk, Weetabix. I have blueberries personally. I don't know what Laureate, but that is currently my breakfast as Blue, well. Blueberries was on it. I have Weetabix, blueberry. Unfortunately, I have normal now, cow man, milk. Get I'm not even on, on oat milk. <laughs> oh, man. If I've learned anything from it, like, I will go away going, I'm going to try oat milk. Next yeah. time I'm in the supermarket. Oh, it's so, it's so much. It's so nice. Get, yeah. the, get the full full one. Don't get the semi one. Full oat you can go full milk go or full semi oat milk. full oat or semi oat yeah of course i go full oat yeah i'm not gonna shy away from that and that's not the kind of person i am <laughs> i guess yeah with blueberries um even segments of oranges in there yeah of course with, with some raspberries yeah raspberries would oh, be my second choice or banana yeah man. Banana. bit of honey is that allowed in your diet or would you not yeah, affect but, you because of your sweet tooth yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna say i'm a massive fan of honey yeah um there's a time and a place for honey. Yeah, I don't know. I don't hate it. <laughs> I'm not against honey. Yeah. yeah, honey is out there. If you want to eat honey, eat honey. Yeah, yeah. Manuka honey's. Have you heard that rumor? Oh, this is what I was going to ask you. Vitamins. Vitamins. Do, tell me the vitamins you take as a personal trainer. Do you take any? Yes. Go on then. Uh, I I pretty much just take all in one. I used to take uh, cod liver oil. Take that for my knees. Good stuff. Um, zinc, vitamin D, magnesium, tryptophan. I think I said that last one right. Yeah. Um, magnesium and tryptophan is a really good one for fatigue. Yeah. Um, and just sort of general energy levels. I've got magnesium. I'd say that's one of my favourites. Yeah. And iron. Iron's a big iron. one, yeah. Iron deficiency makes you tired, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mag- you iron. The ma- are your magnesium tablets massive? Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, we must have the same big ones. Boys. Yeah. Big boys like that. I've got about like seven. We, we got on the bathroom counter and sometimes I just, oh, I've got to the stage, I can just do them all in one, like, you know what I mean? You just keep working hard, people, and you can progress quite quickly. How many vitamins? I don't think you're yeah. supposed to take that many magnesium. No, no, not seven magnesium. Oh, right. Seven different types oh, right. of vitamin. I thought you were popping seven types like of vitamin. Seven magnesiums at once. No, so like, man. Wow, that's man. like, pff, what that's am I? I'd be like Iron Man. No, I wouldn't. No, I'd, be, I'd be like Magnesium Man. Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. Magneto. Magneto. I'd be him. Imagine you. Ah, that, maybe that's how they did it. <laughs> but so, so he turns out to magnesium and all of a sudden he can bend metal yeah what are we talking about <laughs> right so 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 personal training diet lunchtime what would you advise then uh, I've gone on to Huel oh yeah which is the food supplement brand uh, big fan big 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 fan of it uh, again it's full of all your vitamins minerals omega 3s omega 6s which is it's pretty hard to get your omega 6s um but because I coach quite late, I also sort of have my heel and then I have uh, some like pasta with some chicken or something like that just to sort of top it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's lunchtime. And then when you do repeat that pretty much, is that all you need later yeah, on? Yeah, that, that'll, that'll probably just do me for dinner as well. Yeah, a really big portion. Mm, big portion. Oh, fair play. 
So that and that is probably I, I'd say that I'd say personally if I've ever done any exercise, it is definitely diet is like where to start. Yeah. And hydration. Have you ever tried intermittent fasting? Yeah, like two till ten mm. you can eat. I saw it on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Terry yeah. does it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I tried it once, and I got to about eleven a.m. and I was like, I can't do this. And I do, you know, but, do you know what? I did it uh, for three months. And I lost like quite a lot. So I, uh, I stuck to it quite strictly, uh, and I definitely saw the the effects. Yeah, um, because your body just starts to burn fat instead of carbs. What? Because it goes to its reserves. Yeah, it goes to survival why? mode essentially. Like the the longer that you starve yourself the body goes into survival mode and it will start to burn off the, the fat stores instead of using carbohydrates it's funny what the body does when it goes into survival mode yeah. isn't it like they're sure what what actually is telling so your brain is telling you that you're hungry but you're not it's just because you haven't eaten you can feel it in your stomach at all that's what happens Ooh. when you eat chewing gum as well yeah because you're chewing away and you think it's gonna you plant your stomach's like all right let's do this like i'm getting ready <laughs> and then just all nothing. right let's do yeah. this people chewing gum everybody action stations get to your positions and then just nothing <laughs> uh <laughs> really laugh. what was he talking about before that diet oh uh, the diet yeah um i had something to say about that <laughs> but i forgot um Oh, the intermittent fasting, two till ten, eating. Nah, it slipped my mind, man. Slipped my mind. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I was going to say about it's mad what your body does when you turn to shock? So, when it, well, no, when it's like in survival mode. So, yeah. did you know the guy who owns the, got, got the Guinness World Record for uh, the most time swimming underwater in ice, like under that like, thingy? Mm. So, his like technique, like to like, practice his. He jumps in, like, so the alternative for us, he does it in the lake, but if in the mornings you get in a freezing cold shower, mm. like as much you can hate on it, you start breathing because your body's trying to catch thing, and then what it does is it like wakes all the nerves in your skin up, yeah. and then you get out, so you do that until you start to go a bit lightheaded, and then you hold your breath as you get out of the shower, and it your brain eventually after like a minute and a half your brain kickstarts like an adrenaline thing, and he does it, and it can it's like the most unreal way to start your day. Like that's he, what he recommends for anyone to do. What so right okay so start again so he has a cold shower so no it, it, he goes in a cold lake but we haven't got a cold lake so what I would say I feel is like it, we definitely have a cold well lake I know but here. you don't want to travel <laughs> to the I mean he lives in like by a pond like you, you can just go into your shower and do this trust yeah. me because it's cold cold shower but then you like because <gasps> it's cold isn't it you know like you go you breathe yeah, so yeah. you keep doing that and then you just and then you when you get How out hold you your for? well just until you start to get no breathe until you start to go a bit like headed okay. and then you get out and then you hold your breath just for ages and then your brain because everything that's gone in it kickstarts like an adrenaline rush it's what they have like these chambers all the billionaires and millionaires where you go in and they like do it where Cairo you, chambers yeah like you go in yeah, a cold yeah. that's the reason they do it because it wakes your nerves up and, and it makes you super energised but you can do it if you're just normal like us you can go in a cold shower whoa yeah do you know what I mean and that's, that's like the body in survival mode again that's absolutely sick yeah I feel like I'm going to do that tomorrow morning now. trust me mate I do it after exercise I do it if I like, but I try and do it in the mornings and have a warm one at night. Yeah, I swear it's like a it's like a hit of just whoa, you just go crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm definitely gonna do that tomorrow. Trust morning. me, man, and you'll go. Oh my days, I feel so alive. Do that with your vitamin routine, mate, and you're flying <laughs> out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, let's get ready. Have some. <laughs> uh, yeah, why aren't you normal? <laughs> <laughs> Screaming it down the road. How long have we going? Got like, 28 minutes, man. Fuck, cool. We've only got 30, so that's pretty decent, man. So what have we covered there? We've covered the free running aspect and how that's like a community-based, really cool network to get into if you're looking yeah. for a hobby. Yeah. Then it moved on to gym, 
where you lift weights lift weights and then progress to get onto your career and your job yeah and then it went on to using instagram creating a platform you've competed in other countries as well we should probably say that's pretty impressive yeah, yeah that was pretty cool yeah that was a cool one and uh tell us a little bit about that if you want uh the first one i did was in sweden uh first time ever in sweden and all of them are just beautiful people like they are oh, really <laughs> the swedish are just beautiful people man what like, inside and outside though? yeah there's really lovely people and yeah just really nice to look at right. <laughs> can i say that yeah yeah that's yeah. probably a, that's a fine thing to say yeah. if it's a nation of good looking yeah. people yeah they are <laughs> i mean that's offensive to anyone yeah and like yeah, so yeah we're good yeah we're good. we're good we're can good can we clear that alex alex you're our beep guy okay cool yeah, cool yeah we like swedish um, the way swedish people look. yeah and uh anyway so the first free run event well not the first run the first competition was this big one sponsored by samsung um yeah and my friends got through the main event uh unfortunately i uh had to pull out because my knee injury um was holding me back so i couldn't actually perform at my best so didn't really do much um but yeah that was yeah it was crazy the pyrotechnics and like everything like it was just mad it was yeah, man. crazy just big like stage a surreal like, thing like a surreal thing to be a part of not just observe you're like yeah, in like, it like, i was like on the stage like this is so weird yeah, like, mate, that's unreal yeah um and then the last one i did was in uh rotherham up the north of england and ended up coming seventh out of like 42 people sick which is pretty that was where sorry rotherham rotherham yeah, yeah. that was that was like that was a, a turning point, I think, because I think that's when I realised I want to start taking competing a bit more seriously as well. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed. it. I was like, yeah, this this is this is for me. Like, I want to get on that podium, so I'm going to work my work my butt off and get there. It's your. Do you know what? Like, in it, Alex, like you're the third guest that's come on, and every single guest started their career off or their hobby. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think, and that's another thing that you've done. You know, it started just in the beginning as, as something that you like doing, and now it's progressed to the point where you're competing, like. In other kind in things and being part of a main event and spectacle, which is not yeah. so, something that many people ever get to do. So like, I'm now part like part of a of a team that like the the guy who owns it, Chris Labaka, he's such a big name in the community, like and he's opened so many doors for me and the other athletes. Uh like we're like this month we're going to Copenhagen, then Norway, Prague, Malta america potentially to stay at woodwood which is like an extreme sports camp yeah. like all uh like we're all like being looked after and like, this is something that i wanted ever since i was so young yeah and now it's like someone has actually been like yeah do you know what i like the way you move so much i'm gonna give you these opportunities let's make stuff happen yeah i like the way you move like, yeah. like just proper nice yeah yeah and it's, it's amazing that now i'm in, like i'm on a team with guys that i used to look up to as a kid yeah, which is crazy to me, and and that actually goes to highlight that not only is free running turning into a hobby, it's now getting into grander and bigger spectacles where it's getting like worldwide interest. I know yep. there's controversy behind it going to the Olympics, but aside from that, in within your community, it's grown. You've got people like Stora online who are in films and Netflix deals. It's now yep. turning into a multi-million already. It's will now be a multi-million-pound in industry. For you, so how does that feel for someone that started? It's crazy. I mean, it was already a thing when you started, but definitely not what it's climbed yeah, to near. now through the internet. Yeah, nowhere near. Like when when me and Alex first started, it was barely even heard of. Like we had people telling us to get off wall, like "What are you doing? Get off there! You can hurt yourself." Like we're free running. They're like, "What?" It's called undisplacement. Undisplacement. <laughs> we are just placing our feet on walls. Yeah. And, uh, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. And um, but now it's like people 
like loads of people know about free running and parkour because of the internet and because of like the movies and YouTube and all that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so that yeah, it's going into that, and it's just well, good luck for the whole future of free yeah. running. And I'd now it's the fifth lamest sport in the world. Fifth lamest, apparently. Uh, who who did that? Who said that? Uh, I don't know. I saw it on an Instagram post. Yeah, Parkour they're just isn't. trying to make. They're just trying to wind you up, man. Don't, <laughs> don't pay attention to those haters. Huh? Look uh, at Alex. Uh, What's uh, a scootering, I think. Scootering, yeah. <laughs> you think at skate parks, no one likes them guys. I've never been in that scene, but the scooters are like, you know, like, not no one likes them, but they always seem to be can in the way. Can you say that on a podcast? Oh, no, actually, we'll cut out. No, you can never get a scooter wrist on. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so this one time, right? <laughs> Looking at one guy come in, who's secretly a scooter, and he's going to like, come in, like, oh, what you said, man. <laughs> just start wrecking the place with his scooter, like bashing, like, yeah. breaking all the all equipment, right. banging his man, scooter against the wall. I'm definitely going to cut that scooter bit out. <laughs> what the hell? That's like, I, I've been censored. <laughs> been this whole bit is just going to be like, Doo! yeah, yeah, it's on the beep. Or we'll just put it in now and just oh, all I'll just say is that I've just been censored and we'll never tell you what, what it was about <laughs> and everyone's going to be wondering what, what we were just talking about uh, damn if well, you want the uh, the full scoop subscribe to the Taurus Dog on YouTube yeah yeah and, and Laura Pablo Rucco Rucco Laura Pablo Rook. we should we'll do a combined thing soon won't we yeah like maybe like a cross merch cross merch in yeah. those ranges Taurus Dog times big pubs Taurus Pab Pab Dog Pab dog. There you go. Yeah, Pab dog sounds cool. Pab dog. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> so that was actually what a really cool episode. I thought that was like flowed really nicely. We covered some really cool things, and it moved through how your career and your something that I would deem not normal turned into a whole lifestyle for you. And that's brilliant. That's exactly brilliant. what we love to see. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Good luck at, at Loro Pablo on Instagram. At Loro Pablo at Breachgram. Breachgram. Use discount code BigPubs10 10% off. Yeah, and we hope people are listening to this after that because like we're proper backing ourselves. <laughs> so then, yeah, so cool. All right, we're gonna go now. See you later. Bye. <laughs>